We've gotten to the point in the year where there's starting to be a chill in the air. Spooky season is nipping at our heels. And what's a better way to spend the season than inside? All wrapped up in a nice blanket with your pumpkin spiced anything. And watch us, the Fantasy Daydreamers, do our live stream on Twitch every Sunday and Wednesday nights on Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash daydreamer media. It's where we record our tasty and comforting podcast with a little dash of that nostalgic holiday spice. In fact, I think if you listen closely, you can hear the podcast starting right now. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. With me, I got Keone and Ryan. Hello, everybody. What's up, guys? Keone mentioned uh, the chill in the air, and someone should tell uh, mention that to Derek Henry. It's supposed to get better whenever there's a chill in the air, not just rush for 20 yards. Come on, right? Henry, uh, that was crazy. Oh, that was uh, that was a rough uh, play for me. I played him in a couple. Of, I haven't been a couple of leagues, and that did not work out. Three points for the Titans. Yeah, cool. Um, rough. Let's talk about our game of the week. Everybody's game of the week going into week three. Um, the Chargers at the Vikings. This was a great game between two teams. We didn't expect to be zero and two at this point of the season. Uh, one of them's got to go one and two. One of them's got to go zero and three. Well, the Chargers came out victorious, twenty eight twenty four over the Vikings. Um, what were some things that stood out to you guys in this game? These two teams are the Spider Man meme. They just be pointing at each other, doing <laughs> dumb shit back and forth, <laughs> right? I you had... want to go for it on the twenty five? Let's do it. You don't I... want to call a play for the last thirty seconds? Let's do it. Just dumb shit back and forth. Oh I, I had this as the like immovable object versus the unstoppable force, but with like not the, in, in a positive way. If in just like doing starting off really slow, you know, and then having good offenses, but just not being able to pull it out. And it was just, you know, head to head of, yeah, these are the same team and who's going to come out on top. Yeah. And it came down to the final play. I mean, yeah, at the end of the game, the Vikings um, just stopped on the goal line with three minutes to go, two runs by Madison, and then two throws that really had no chance. Um, They turned the ball over on downs to the Chargers. The Chargers run the ball, uh, try to run the ball with Kelly. They throw a couple times to Keenan Allen, but mostly it was Kelly. They go for it on fourth down, fourth and short inside their own 30, like Ryan was talking about, giving Kirk, they don't convert it, giving Kirk Cousins a real shot down by four. Well, uh, Cousins missed Osborne down the sideline, and that's really the only chance that the Vikings had. Um, the Chargers intercepted the ball in the end zone. They kneeled it out to win the game. Um, so let's talk about some individual players and how they looked and how they performed and what we expect going forward. First up, Justin Herbert for the Chargers. Um, Herbert had a crazy throw in the fourth quarter on third and 17, rolling left, throwing back to his right. Uh, to a wide open Keenan Allen for a first down. It's just one of the plays that reminds you what Justin Herbert is capable of um, and really the ability that he has that we all see. Uh, The very next play, he then throws a short ball to Joshua Palmer. Well, the cornerback drops it right through his hands. Palmer gets the tip, scores an easy touchdown. Um, But Justin Herbert finished as a quarterback two on the week. You got to start him every week, right? Yeah, it was his first game with over 400 yards, which is was like, yes, that's what we want to see. What's what we know we can see from him. And yeah, he's he's connected with Keenan Allen big time. So again, and I know we're going to talk about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and all that good stuff. Uh, Just really great. You know, and I mean, we kind of expect I think last again, last year was the outlier. So, hey, if this guy isn't throwing two plus touchdowns and I don't think they're going to run that. I mean, run very much anymore until Austin Eckler comes back. And that's just because Josh Kelly's ass. Yeah, let's talk about Josh Kelly. He finished as a running back 59 on the week. 
Um, yeah, he's the lead back in his backfield. There's really no one else there while Eckler is out. But you can't start him, right? I mean, no, you can't. I mean, no. the the Tennessee matchup it made sense. Don't start Joshua Kelly, right? He should struggle. This matchup should have been fantasy gold, and the concept of him struggling in here, you're not even getting half the Austin Eckler. Yeah, yeah, and they go against the Raiders next week. Who their defensive line is not terrible. I mean, they got pass rushers more, but. Not yeah, him. but Najee and Jalen Warren didn't even go off. Really. Doing and those guys yeah, exactly. are better than Joshua Kelly, in my yeah, opinion. So it's just <laughs> uh, Austin Eckler dealing with that ankle sprain still. He didn't play. Uh, the Chargers, Chargers play the Raiders next week, followed by a bye week. Are you guys worried that they'll no, he's not out playing. one more week and just to give him those two more weeks of rest? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, makes why, it makes sense why they don't put him in the IR either because it would have to be a fourth game. Yeah. So we kind of got lucky with that. It's only four weeks, but yeah, he's not playing yeah. this week. I don't think I'm, I'm super worried about it too, And but you can't start Kelly even if he's missing still. No. Yeah. Cause there was quote unquote, no timetable, which is very like, Oh, it's going to be a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about Keenan Allen. He got three targets before anyone had one. Then Mike Williams caught one and then right back to Keenan Allen on the next play, five targets, five catches on the first two drives. Finished the day with 18 receptions on 20 targets for 215 yards. Uh, the Chargers so sh- showed some trickery in the third quarter uh, with a backward pass from Herbert to Keenan Allen, who then throws it down the sideline to a wide open Mike Williams for a touchdown. Like seriously wide open. The guy closest to him was Joshua Palmer, his team. He could have to either one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Keenan <laughs> must start. Obviously, this guy is just dominant and Justin Herbert's go-to guy. Like, oh, and you know, especially with the Mike Williams injury now, mm. there is basically Ken Allen's going to be a top probably eight receiver in our weekly rankings, no matter the matchup, because he's probably going to get 15 targets a game. Now, yeah. Quinn Johnson stock up a little bit. I know, you know, another guy, I think, play a little bit of role. Joshua Palmer stock up a little bit, but Ken Allen's going to have about to be a, it's about to be a two man fantasy team until Austin Axel comes back. Yeah. And that I, I have Justin Herbert, so that you know touchdown made me a little like, mm. um, but you know it's it was a good play, so I can't like it worked. So you know what can you do? Let's talk real quick about Mike Williams and the other wide receivers that Ryan mentioned. We saw him leave early. Mike Williams, that is, he injured his knee. He did he did do enough uh, before the injury. He's going to finish as a top twelve wide receiver. The question is what happens with the injury going forward and does he miss time? We don't know that answer yet. So you're just going to have to tune into FF daydreamers on all social media. We'll keep you up to date with that. Quentin Johnson and Joshua Palmer, which one are you adding? If both are available, if Williams misses time, I'm assuming if Williams does not miss time, you don't really need either of them, right? No. I, I would say neither. You're right. Um, if it's a few weeks, I'll go Palmer. If it's the rest of the season, like I think it is, I'm going to go Johnson. I think he's the first round pick. He's going to get plenty of chances, really. I mean, first round picks get chances until they're out of the league. Hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think Palmer looked like I saw his name, you know, more, it seemed like in this in this game. But yeah. a long term play might be. Johnson is because, you know, it takes rookies sometimes a bit of time to get involved more in that offense. And so if Williams is out for a a longer period of time, he might appear more over that long haul versus that short span of of Palmer, who's kind of hot besides Keenan. So, you know, it's just it's I think, yeah, it's it's it's, stay tuned and it depends on the social media, you know, or we'll let you know on social media and all that good stuff. So. Um, it's just kind of up in the air at this point, but in you know, like Mike Williams, he it seems like he gets injured every year. You know, I, I just uh, it's but who? Yeah, who knows with the with his injury? It's it's always something, you know. Yeah, uh, I think I go Josh Palmer. He's more the down down the field kind of guy. Uh, Quentin Johnston. Uh, they're throwing screens to him. They're trying. You, to get but you never like Quentin Johnson, though. You're no, not a Quentin Johnson fan. No, 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 not really. He's not and your type of player. The Chargers didn't really like him in, in camp either. They they really didn't. Joshua Palmer kind of won that job, but into the season three weeks in now, they're trying to get him the ball, and it's just not producing still. Um, he saw three targets to, to Palmer seven in this game. So, uh, well, I, I mean, 
you're right. Rest of the season, I might it might make me lean Johnston there, but uh, right now I'm I lean Palmer. Yeah, JJ likes wide receivers that get open. Me too. Yes. I'm not saying I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's very Johnson true. doesn't like JJ doesn't like anyone named Johnson. He doesn't get, he get open, open and he doesn't he doesn't go up for the ball. He wants to wants the ball to come all the way to him. I don't really no, like you gotta, it. Which you is fine for screens, but if you're down the field, which is what yeah. I want for fantasy, it's you not. gotta you gotta high point the ball. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some Vikings players. Kirk Cousins, he has been killing it this season. Maybe it's partially because all of the losses, uh, but throwing it 44 plus times a game, every game. He's been a top 10 quarterback every week against the Chargers. He was under pressure often, just couldn't seem to find anyone downfield. The majority of the time was just getting hit over and over. But Kirk Cousins is a must play for fantasy football. Yeah, I played him over Justin Fields. And I'm gonna do that the rest of the season. It hey, basically looks too. like to me, it makes looks like to me that Kirk Cousins is gonna he's probably gonna lead the league in passing. And I he's been super unlucky. I mean, the Vikings offense as a whole has been really unlucky with just turnovers. I mean, nine, what, nine, ten fumbles. turnovers. Oh my gosh, like eight fumbles or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So just incredible, just horrible turnover luck for the whole offense. Kirk Cousins and this offense could have more fancy points if you think about it. Literally yeah. nine, ten possessions is down the drain just because of bad yeah. turnovers. And it, it it seems like by the end of these games, they're in them. You know, yeah. like they're, so, I know. It's, they're just it just comes them. down to, yeah. They play the Panthers next week, so hopefully that's a get-right game for them and they, they mm-hmm. finally get their win. Uh, hey, you guys hear you guys hear what happened to them at the end? Sorry, real quick. You hear what happened to them? The reason why they couldn't call the play? They said no. Kirk Cousins said he, he couldn't hear it. Everyone, the crowd was so loud from from the first down. Spike the ball. I don't know. Well, he should have spiked the ball. Yeah, true, but I think I think you don't have to call the play if you spike in, it. The whatever the head coach was calling a play mm-hmm. in his ear and he literally couldn't hear it. Yeah, Did, well, and that, that's what happened. I I made fun of him. I wanted to say because he said it. He just couldn't okay. hear the play call. And then he made it up on his own. Uh, okay. Almost worked. Yeah. Uh, Alexander nice Hawkinson. Yeah. Alexander Madison. Uh, finally Thank God, Madison. You didn't game. suck. Yeah. <laughs> if you drafted him, it finally paid off for the first week this season. They just yeah. kept giving him the ball, handing it to him over and over. And if he wasn't getting handed, it, it was a check down to him. That's the difference in him and Joshua Kelly in this game. It felt like Madison had five receptions. Joshua Kelly had one. Um, he has to, also had a couple of big burst rushes. What we've seen finally good. What we've been mm-hmm. waiting for those 10 plus. I mean, maybe it just takes another back being on this team and Cam Akers. A little wake up call. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Something. But Madison finally came around. You start him against the Panthers next week, right? Yes. Yeah. Even with I, Cam Akers possibly playing. You got you got to take this good momentum into it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. There's two ways to look at this. You take this good momentum and you trade him. You take this good momentum and you play him. If you're not going to trade him, I, I think you have to play him. Mm. Which one um, are you looking to do? I'm going to play him. Okay. I, I think he's got unlucky with his first two matchups. Those are two really good run defenses. Bucks defense, Eagles defense, shut him down. He was inches away from scoring today, which would have made him even bigger. Week. Yeah, I just they, they kept like, giving it to him in the red zone. In, mm, yeah, 10. I mean, he just didn't, they didn't get lucky in score. I mean, uh, that one, that second one, I was like, God, we are so close. There was also a like a play where he was open and Kirk Cousins, just the ball got knocked out of his hands. And yep. it's like, oh, he would have been wide open for a pass. He scores in the that, end zone. He scores on that yeah. play. Just, yeah. yeah. So he's he's, he's right out. there. And we know I know he scored week one, but he's just right there. Right there for the cusp. And playing against mm. Carolina next week, you got to think he's going to have a, a pretty decent game. Their their front defense is not too bad, but um, I, I still like him. And then they play Kansas City the week after that. Who knows there? But um, but, but even then, you're still going to get a lot of pass attempts. Remember, yeah. Carolina gave up two rushing touchdowns to Ken Walker today. So Yeah. Uh, Cam Akers, I talked about. You got to give him a week to see how he plays on the offense before you're you're comfortable starting him, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's on the bench. Okay. Or you yeah. dropped him. Uh, I think you need him on the bench. I hope you didn't drop him. I hope you <laughs> no, I'm just saying, or you dropped him. Like, yeah. it's too late now. You might have yeah, to just yeah, try to. True. And I'm not picking him back up. If I drop him, he's gone. Yeah, I, true. I yeah, he can't <laughs> deal with that. I agree with that. Uh, Justin Jefferson didn't see uh, his first target until nine minutes and 30 seconds left in the second quarter. But he had three beautiful catches by halftime, all 15 to 20 yards down the field with a little yak after that. Uh, later, Jefferson caught a 52-yard pass 
pass across the middle, just a great route, splitting two defenders, takes the ball for a touchdown. He missed a few plays with cramps, but quickly comes back, gets some great looks, uh, finished as a wide receiver for Jefferson, obviously a must start. Uh, anything, anything to say about him or should we move on? Just I think we much, move on. Yeah. Much yeah. like Kirk cousins do not worry about their fantasy production. Yeah. They're going to get it done. Jordan Addison had back to back to back passes uh, to start the fourth quarter for the Vikings. None of them really went anywhere. All of them just quick outs, um, but he caught all of them. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're seeing what they can, if they can get the rookie going. Uh, they then took a deep shot to him on the next play. Incomplete, just really good coverage on a, on a dig comeback route. Um, he finished as a wide receiver 32, but it, it's, he's just been peppered with targets week after week. Doesn't get the, in the end zone this week, though. Um, he had two red, red zone targets, but doesn't catch them. Um, are you guys fine with starting Addison? Would you Would you rather play someone else? I think it depends on matchup. Player, I mean, playing Carolina next week. You know, yeah, it depends on matchup. I, I'm telling I you, the know. matchup is Carolina. I know. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it, it also depends. Like, if I have more consistent guys in my okay. in my on my bench, you know, there's a lot of good wide receivers out there. Um, it's just a matter of who you have available, I guess. I agree. Uh, I, I have started Addison and it's worked out. Uh, there's again, this offense is just fantasy relevant. And I wouldn't even say I, I want to start KJ Osborne, but if I was in the bind, I would start KJ Osborne. Uh, he gets targets and he's number two on this offense over Addison. I was only plays in three, uh, three wide receiver sets and he's gotten touchdown back to back weeks. He looks fast. He looks good to me. I think, man, I'm just, I, I, it's scary how much I like the Vikings offense. And I just don't want to, you know, <laughs> like I do. I'm all in on these guys. TJ Hawkins as well. Too. I mean, oh, yeah. TJ Hawkins is great. Let's talk about KJ Osborne and then TJ Hawkinson, and we'll finish up this segment. Uh, KJ Osborne caught a fourth and six across the middle, streaks up the sideline and just. Just barely keeps his feet in bounds for 36 yards, diving for the last five of them to get into the end zone. Um, like I said earlier, Kirk Cousins missed him wide open, which would have been the game game's winning touchdown there at the end on the very last drive. Um, but he's fast. He gets in the end zone. He has those big explosive plays. I feel like that's the only really reason you're playing him for those boom weeks. He is able to score those two touchdown weeks, but um, I'm not super comfortable playing playing him. I'm not super in the uh, on the Vikings offense like Ryan is. I wouldn't um, play him like just to play him, but if I was yeah, in a bind, yeah. he does I'm have ability. Him. I agree with yes. I agree with that. He's he's kind of boomer bust. So because we this has been his last year, you know, at times where it's like, oh, he's doing great, and you pick him up, and it's like, oh, he kind of cools down yeah. really quickly. So again, yeah, don't it's just oh man, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. frustrating. He's one of those frustrating it. guys, yes, yeah. for sure. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, tight end six on the week. He is the tight end this season that you drafted early and it's paid off. Targets, targets, targets. 11 this week, 78 yards. He got banged up in the fourth quarter, but was only out one play, came right back in, caught the very next pass. Um, so he, he should be fine. Hawkinson is definitely a must start for fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get into some news. I'm going to interrupt you quick, real quick, JJ. And this is for uh, algorithm. Taylor Swift was at the Kansas City Chiefs and it looks like the dating Travis Kelsey and Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey scored touchdown. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Swifty, Swifty, Swifties, Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. There you go, guys. Taylor Swift <laughs> dating <laughs> Travis Kelsey. All right. what? That's it, Ian, put, put that in. I'm gonna put this in the comments. We're just gonna this. These are gonna boom up. We're about to be the Swifty <laughs> podcast. Okay, this is oh, it. Good. We, we love uh, Taylor Swift. We love Travis Kelsey. Please listen to the pod. <laughs> Let's uh, fucking Dolphins, go. <laughs> Dolphins wide receiver River Craigcraft left early with a shoulder injury. Not fantasy relevant. Saints quarterback Derek Carr left early with a shoulder injury. It's not believed to be season ending, but still, this does affect the guys there. Chris Olave being the main mm -hmm. one. How, how do you guys go about playing Chris Olave if you have him on your team? I would play Chris Olave, but I can't play Michael Thomas anymore, who I thought was you know, he had what five receptions. He's, like, yeah, he's been all right. Yeah. Like, he's not bad. Again, in a guy in a bind, you could play. That's that's done until Carr comes back. 
And that's pretty much it. I mean, Alvin Kamara kind of goes down until Carr comes back too. Alvin, really... Alvin Kamara comes back this week. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, for me though, Jameis didn't throw uh, Alvin Kamara the ball last year, or, yeah. or when he was mm-hmm. healthy two years ago. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm a little sad. I did want to see Carr and, and Alvin Kamara together, but I like Olave. You can't drop or you can't not play him. This isn't a Garrett Wilson situation. Yeah. Uh... Ravens running back Gus Edwards entered concussion protocol. We'll have to see what happens with him as the week progresses. Um, we talked about Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams. He injured his knee again. FFJ Dreamers, keep keep up with us on that. Uh, Panthers wide receiver Jonathan Mingo also left early with a concussion. Oh, <laughs> not a lot of injuries this week, though, especially not not to a huge Man, fantasy name. Thank God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. One week. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could actually enjoy it. All right, that'll do it for the. Wait, 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 JJ. Yeah, you forgot an injury. Sean Payton's pride, also <laughs> out for the season. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been talking about shit, boy. <laughs> oh, and three, and just lost by fifty. <laughs> oh man, who? Yeah, seventy put up on him. That is, that mm. was a uh, oh. Also, Patrick Mahomes. You know, a little like keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah, banged up ankle. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into some awards. All right, this first award, a player you had high. You had to have high in your rankings, but you had to probably be high to have him that high. Um, this is the Bob Marley Award. All right, and I'm going to talk about a guy that uh, was in that Dolphins game, Robbie Chosen, uh, Dolphins wide receiver, um, Robbie Anderson, Robbie Chosen now. Oh, chosen? I thought his name was Chosen Anderson. The Chosen one. No, it's Robbie Chosen now. It was Mr. Anderson. So it's, it's Chosen on the back of his jersey. No, it does. It did. How's Nambi changing his name so fast? He just he that's, got money. That's why you know. Um, <laughs> I mean... This guy should not even be rostered and really isn't 0.1% rostered. Um, I hadn't, he hadn't played a single offensive snap this season before Sunday's game, maybe because of Waddle's injury. Uh, he, they looked his way, but I, I don't, I mean, he, he got played probably because of that, but he caught one pass on one target. It just went for 68 yards and a touchdown. Um, and that was good enough to get him in the top 24 wide receivers this week. Crazy. It's true. If you started Robbie chosen this week, um, I want you to just pass me whatever you're smoking on because that stuff's got to be good. Good for you. If, if you played him and pass it to me next, cause I'm a little depressed. I got to rank this guy a little bit high from now on. And it's, and it's Sam Laporta. The guy is a tight end. He's a rookie. And he's super involved in this Lions offense. Three straight weeks with five receptions. I've been ranking him outside the top 10. And when you get that type of volume today, he had eight receptions, I think over 70 yards and a touchdown. This guy is going to be part every week. And I've been ranking him low every week and I got to stop. So best of me. Let me get in a better mojo. And Sam Laporta, you're in my top 10 tight end from now on. Pass this to Keone. Thank you. Um, I know. You want me to teach uh, you how to use it, or yeah, I'm not, no, 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 we're good. I, I somehow got two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I got an oldie but a goodie as well. It's Andy Dalton. You know, we knew he was going to play, but because Bryce Young was out, but the Red Rocket. I mean, the Red Rifle is blasting off and blasting away at fantasy opponents. Um, at least for this week. You know, he probably was outside the top twenty-five in a lot of people's rankings, and probably rightfully so. Um, across the board, but he finished with 361 passing yards and two touchdowns. He is a top 10 QB this week. Um, and so that's pretty impressive from being, you know, projected outside, like, you know, old journeyman quarterback, like, ah, he's just coming in because of an injury and he's actually fantasy relevant this week. Um, we'll see if, you know, how long Bryce young is out. And if so, then maybe he's, you know, you might consider him. Who knows that a cloud, the fog is still, you know, permeating. You might consider him, but 
I think if you had, if you played him this week, you definitely had to be listening to some deep cuts, you know, cause that was a wild move to play him. Um, yeah, but Andy Dalton, you know, he's still got that, got that arm. All right. Uh, this next award, a player who got their talents taken from them. This is the Space Jam Award. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. I got Derrick Henry, Titans running back this and week. And the winner of the week yeah. is Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Really, I mean, we knew coming into the week that he was banged up with his ankle. We got news on Saturday that he was going to play through it. He was going to be good to go. I mean, he touched the ball 11 times, but he did not look like himself. He only went for 20 yards, was out often uh, being taken out for Tajay Spears who got a lot of work, um, looked decent, not great, but, but looked pretty decent. It was just a bad week if you stuck with your stud running back and started him. He, he got his talents taken. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Nico Collins. Um, going into week three, he had 226 yards on 13 catches from 20 targets, and he had a touchdown. He was looking really good through the first two weeks. And then despite CJ, CJ Stroud throwing for 280 yards in week three, which is still really good. Collins only had two catches for 34 yards. It is not what you want to see from a guy that was, you may have, and we talked about him in terms of waiver wires. You could have picked him up um, based off his performance so far, but it was a huge letdown um, based off, you know, his potential and what we've been seeing. Um, you know, this game, Nico looked more like a Neko wafer, just bland, crumbly, and something you just could forget, forget you got as a part of your lineup, either in terms of your candy hall or your fantasy lineup. It was just really disappointing from a guy we thought was like the wide receiver one on this team that is pretty pass happy and gets a good amount of yards. So it's just Nico Collins got his mojo taken away. Uh, for me, Calvin Ridley being, had a huge week one. And I mean, this kind of like the whole Jags offense last two weeks has been pretty quiet. Um, I mean, he had almost like, I feel like more targets week one than he has, or he has receptions last two week either. So it's just, it's just kind of hard. Uh, it's just a phase for this offense, I guess. I don't really know what's going on. But yeah, Ridley you played in the last two weeks off that huge week one. You thought you got a wide receiver, a top wide receiver one, you know, and, it's been nice cold last two weeks. Yeah. Um, that'll do it for the our awards. Let's move on to the waiver wire. All right. First, anyone that, that people should be looking to add that aren't allowed to make this segment because they're over 45% rostered so they don't qualify. Yeah. I got uh, I got Adam Thielen. rostered old man Thielen still has some fight left in him. You know, he's like the, like the, uh, the old mentor in in, in an anime show whose better days, you know, are behind him, but he can still show out against some opponents, you know, when they need to show off his special moves, especially, you know, early in that show when they still have like relevance against opponents, like the bad guys. Um, And there's not like the power gap hasn't grown like astronomically, you know, so they still can do something. Um, but he showed off, you know, some of his skill and his his wisdom from the years. 18 catches on 23 targets over the past two weeks for 199 yards and two touchdowns over that span. Like he might be available in your league. You know, it's around 50 percent. And those are promising numbers with or without Bryce Young. So regardless of who the quarterback is, it seems like. Adam Thielen is a potentially a viable option. So yeah, he still has a trick or two left for your for your fantasy team. I think I like him a little bit more if Bryson continues to miss time. I agree. Seeing as he had 154 this week, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> versus 45. Um, I, got, I got Elijah Moore, Cleveland Browns wide receiver, 50.6 percent uh, rostered. Um, he's seen seven targets in week one. Then he saw nine targets in week two and another nine targets in week three. Hasn't done a whole lot with them, but he's getting the targets. Uh, Deshaun Watson hasn't looked great. That probably has a little bit to do with it, but 
um, bye weeks are coming up. They're coming up quick. Um, week five, they start. So you need to get guys on your roster that can produce points, can, can come in and not just get those backups that, that you hope um, come in later for injuries or, or what have you. You need to start getting some guys that, that you can actually play. Again, I'm going to go San Laporta. 63% rostered. Again, three straight weeks, lower five receptions. 11 targets this week. I mean, that might be Kyle Pitts for next month. We don't know. I love Kyle Pitts you know, as a person. You know, but, <laughs> <laughs> Not a you fantasy know, player, though. Yeah, as a fantasy player. Uh, I might I might have to play Laporte over him as well. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you do. Um, all right, who is someone 45% or less rostered that you would be adding this week? I think we all kind of got the same the same guy off the top. The yeah, very top I, guy. Yeah, everybody should. Like, yeah, and look, I'm adding like, this guy over the guys that we named earlier, even though he's less less rostered. Than mm-hmm. This this is my number one ad. Go get him now. Is Devon A. Chain. 15.6% rostered was the running back one on the week. The Dolphins rookie running back. He just tore through this Denver defense. Uh, really, this whole Dolphins team had their way with the Broncos. Uh, that little shovel pass that Tua had to A. Chain. Oh man, that was yeah. that was nasty. And then and then he hits him again with it for another touchdown. And that was, I mean, you I, you would think you would expect the same thing twice, but no. Um, you can't expect what you saw every week from some from a chain, a chain, uh, twenty two touches, uh, two hundred thirty three yards, four total touchdowns, two on the ground, two through the air. Um, but man. This guy is he looks good. He looks fast. And it's not like this was all in garbage time because they were up 70 to 20 or they won 70 to 20. What what he was getting touches early and often. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't car I mean, past the second quarter was garbage time, bro. I mean, the point is he was getting touches before that. No, no, I know, I know, but I'm just story. saying. Man, it was it was, felt like it was quick. Garbage time was they it were was early, showing the highlights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't give up though. I mean, I do. I I 100 agree with everything. The only thing is, just remember Jeff Wilson is coming back from IR. I am a little scared about that, but for right now, I 100 my number one waiver wire as well. A chain, yes, A chain, aka the A train. The way he just runs through people. Shout out the boys. It's a great show. Um, yeah, he just steamrolled the Broncos. Um, like they're a cartoon coyote, like 233 total yards, over 200 rushing. He had four catches and he had four touchdowns. Um, and he, yeah, like we said, number one wide res- or running back on the week. Um, and another running back who also had four touchdowns on the same team, Raheem Mostert, <laughs> who finished. Now really, really well. five. Ah, even better. He finished even better. So uh, I just want, I just needed to say that because I made, I was, I feel bad because like Ian, you know, he, he was going against Raheem Moster. And I know a lot of people were going against Raheem Moster. I was in a few leagues, but it just felt so good to be like, ah, he's, he would like not, Boy, definitely not running like, back 22. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'll tell you this. Once I saw H-Ching at the first two touchdowns, I was like, all right. I mean, this is a pretty high scoring game. We'll see what happens. Cool, mm. cool, cool. Next thing I know, they both have four touchdowns. And I was like, well, Yeah. I mean, this team. This is a once in a oh, lifetime yeah. this, thing. Yeah. This yeah. shouldn't happen at, like ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but Ryan called it. This team can put up 30 every single week easily. And so um, getting a chain on, on your team. Getting part of that backfield, even with even with Wilson coming back, I think um, they're gonna they're gonna try to feed the rookie, the young guy, if mm. if they can. They like the hype there, so yeah. I mean, this was almost like his first week actually playing because he didn't yeah. play week one. He had a really low snap count week two, and so this was like it was almost his first week where he was actually playing. And it's like, oh wow, if he can do this in his first week, uh, who knows what the rest of the season will hold? Yeah. Um. My next guy is going to be um, Jaden Reed, Packers wide receiver, 20.4% rostered. I think you guys are going to say to add dubs for Dobbs first, dubs first. And I agree with you, but um, I don't, I don't mind adding Jaden Reed either. I'll let you guys make the argument for Dobbs. 
Uh, he saw eight targets in week two and then seven in week three for 63 yards. We saw him catch two touchdowns in week two, so we know he has that ability. He saw a couple red zone targets this week, just didn't, just couldn't connect with Jordan Love. Jordan Love has looked really decent. Uh, I'll say decent, not great, but but good. Um, and he's producing for his fantasy players, which is really mm-hmm. what matters. He's throwing those touchdowns, and, and that's really what matters. We'll see what happens with Christian Watson coming back with his hamstring, still not playing, missing another week in week three. Um, they keep saying he's close, but until he comes back, I'm fine adding Jaden Reed or Romeo Dubs. Um, I think both of them are worth the add. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another good, like, a different guy that um, kind of took the role of, I guess the one number one wide receiver on the team for this week was tank Dell mm. of Houston. So he kind of replaced Nico Collins or what we thought Nico Collins was going to do. And he is 22.5% rostered. Um, yeah. He had 145 yards on five catches and seven targets um, in this week, in week three, like 17 targets in the past two games and has a touchdown in the past two as well. Um, there's a lot of guys on this team for Stroud to go to. Um, and Stroud's been, again, been having good passing number games. So I, like, I know you said this earlier, but I think Stroud is like one of three rookies whose first three games, he's thrown over 40 passes in all of them. And yeah, they just throw the ball a ton. I think it's like Justin yeah. Herbert and someone else. I'm not sure who who the other guy was. I'm sorry. Whoever Thank said God that, Damian but. Pierce finally got in the end zone. Too. I know, right? And I, I didn't play him in this week. But again, it <laughs> well, was a dynasty. Pro- so. probably, probably rightfully so. But yeah. uh, The problem with, with Pierce is, is that they're passing the ball so much that he's just not involved. Yeah. I mean, he's single single really. 10 to 15 times. Singletary barely at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. crazy to kind of watch the Texans. Well, the opposite of what I thought was going to happen. I thought this was going to be a run heavy, mm-hmm. you know, play mm-hmm. action. Nope, we're just chucking this shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going to let him figure it out. I also think spot. Stroud hasn't thrown an interception yet, which is pretty impressive. That's true. He's, he's, mm-hmm. I, mean, I like him. He's still looking good. Yeah, it's 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 out of the the rookie QBs. He's been like, oh, this kind of surprise. Like, oh wow, this um, he's doing way better than yeah, I think people on so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like by like. Yeah. Not like not Will like Will Levis was like the most hated on, but like out of the top like three guys like Stroud was getting hated on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, my only concern with like Tank Dell is like kind of you know the underlying is who's going to be the number one wide receiver week to week. Is it going to be Tank Dell? Is it going to be Nico Collins? Um, and Looks so sneaking there once. Yeah, and so and it, apparently yeah, Stroud has thrown zero interceptions so far. So, um, but yeah, so that's my only concern with him. Also, his name is Tank. Like, you know, he's and he's one of two people named Tank who scored a touchdown in week three, which is wild. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny that his name is Tank and he's incredibly tiny. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you are going to get wrecked and I can't wait for the Tank joke. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And, OK. Yeah. But yeah, Tank, Tank Dell. That's, do you want to talk about Romeo Dubs, Ryan? Because we both I don't both you and I have him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Romeo Dobbs again. Three touchdowns in last week. I don't think he played last week. I can't remember. No, yeah, he didn't play versus Atlanta. But in three games he's played, or two games he played, three touchdowns. He's a red zone threat. Remember the first week he was on a major snap count. Um, it's really till Watson comes back because I do think Watson's going to be the number one. But I think overall, Jordan Love's kind of impressed me. They're throwing the ball. They're not really, they're taking a lot of deep shots. Um, especially with I think Reed had like three. I watched him have like three deep shots in a row, like in like six plays. He dropped two yeah. of them, which like hurt my heart. I was like, "Dear Reed, come on, stop, please." Uh, <laughs> I want to play Jordan Love. No, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, uh, I think uh, Dobbs is really good. I think Jalen Reed's really good. I'm I'm kind of in both of them. Spend a couple dollars, a couple fab dollars, see which one you get. Yeah, I, I go higher for, for go higher for Dobbs, but yeah. Yeah, um, go for both of them. Yeah, I think he had 12 targets, but he only caught five passes. So that's like, you know, what could have been. Um, but yeah, he had a good game, 73 yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah, I got gay and I agree. Till till Watson comes back, both of these guys, him and Reed, are kind of like play him. And then when Watson comes back, it's like, oh, maybe cool off on them a little bit. Um, but yeah, the roller coaster of Jordan Love is has been up and down, but he got it done. And I think it was. You know, it's mostly up. Yeah, like it's not it has been. super efficient. 
Yeah, he throws yeah. a lot of touchdowns. The season has been mostly up. The whole yes. roller coaster of Jordan Love has been mostly down. He's just been so? waiting at the beginning. He hasn't barely played any. Oh, oh, oh you're talking about his like, entire career? roller coaster. Oh. <laughs> sitting, well, I mean, that, that hasn't even started yet, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. He's just waiting there at the you, bottom you of the track. The, all those little tracks. You're like, where the hell are we going, bro? How high does this thing go? But Just take me off right now. <laughs> but he continued the streak, I think, of like 10 years running of the Packers winning their opening opening game. And I think he's the first, you know, or the yeah first starting quarterback, you know, since 90 to 92. That's not far over Aaron Rodgers. So some just in- interesting fun facts for you out there. All right, Producer Ian, do you have a, a waiver wire ad this week? Uh, I'd go with a lot of what you guys are saying, but um, if you're still in a league that does waiver priority, um, I don't think you can get a chain. Is that how you pronounce his name? I think That's, I don't think yes. you can get a chain. So I would be, if you're like lower on the priority list, I'd be going for Palmer just in anticipation of Mike Williams. Even if he plays this week, I feel like Mike Williams always eventually misses a couple weeks. And so I kind of lean towards Palmer a little bit, and he's 0.7% rostered. I think you can go get him everywhere. Personally, I won't pick up Palmer because every time I pick up a Charger player, Justin Herbert starts playing bad, and I can't do that to my boy. So, But other people okay. should. All right. <laughs> um, is there anyone you guys are dropping this week? Yeah, fuck you, Joshua Kelly. 71.8% rostered. I'm dropping him because he's ass and then he's and by and then Austin who should be back. I'm not playing him next week. I'm not playing him. There's no way. Um, pay me. I'm dropping uh Samaj P Ryan, 64.6% rostered. Like he hasn't really like he hasn't performed well since week one. I, mean, I know it's it's only been three weeks, but like this team isn't good enough to like facilitate multiple people in that backfield. Like they are not a good enough offense to have like a strong running game. They're going to be passing a lot in order to be in these games. Um, he had four rushes and five catches in the past two games for 24 total yards in each game. It's just not enough. He's wasting a spot on your bench. You drop him for a waiver wire person. He's, he's the backup there. I mean, yeah, he's, you have to think of him as a handcuff. Yeah. You know, Javante I, came back earlier than everyone was expecting. That's, yeah. I that's agree. Really what happened. And, and that's exactly what that that's exactly what P Ryan is. He's a backup. Yeah. You, you uh, have to think of, do you want the handcuff yeah. of a team that's 0 and 3? Yeah. No, you do not want that insurance policy. It is yeah, void, yeah. null and void. <laughs> like get signed, release from that contract early, like well, make it. I don't have to care if, if I have to pay if, extra. Like, no. If Javante goes out, let the people go crazy for him on the waiver wire. And I would exactly. go crazy for him on the waiver wire too. But um, until if that, you need yeah. it, but I, yeah. I, I don't want it either. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two questions. Ryan already answered one. I, could you drop Josh Kelly? Ryan said yes. Keone, you think so too? Two straight weeks outside of the top 50 running backs, and he's not a pass catcher. One catch all season long. Only yeah. three targets all season long. Um, less than 15 carries each of the last two weeks. Hasn't been over 40 yards and no red zone trips in those two weeks. Uh, pretty much it's- fantasy useless. Um, yeah. Unless it unless it came in week one, which it seemed was like with Eckler exactly. That's, that's, that's ex- exactly what I was just going to say. I think pretend like probably because of that, Eckler just facilitated a much better offense, and so they were just rolling. And plus, it was week one, so you know people are not quite ready and all that sort of stuff. And so, but since then, he has not been doing nearly enough with by himself. So yeah, do you hold on to him in case Eckler comes back and he does turn into that change of pace back and? And goes off, and defenses are so worried about Eckler that whenever Kelly comes in, he rushes for four yards to carry again or whatever. No, I, I just there's there's either. there's better. I, people, I'm I think. never gonna play him. Yeah, no, exactly. you're, no, you're no. gonna. Have, it would have to be like Keenan Allen's out, mm. Mike Williams is out, <laughs> Parham's out. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, my next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. My next question: I want Ryan to answer this one first, and then I want to hear from Keone. Can you drop Jahan Dotson? Eighty percent rostered, has yet to crack the top forty-five wide receivers. Has seen less targets, receptions, and yards each and every week. Has yet to get in the end zone. 
What do we what do we do with Jahan Dotson? Uh that's rough because I really think he's super talented. Like super, super talented. But is Sam how good? Mm. That's a good question. I am going to say keep him. <laughs> What's that one song? Mediocre, mediocre. <laughs> I don't want no mediocre. That's it. Oh, oh TI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made the, and I kept thinking, I'm like, man, I seen your wife. You sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay. Uh, no, sorry. With TI, bro. sorry. I don't want to be with TI either. Well, that's. Are you, are you keeping him or are you dropping uh, him? Me personally, I'm going to keep him. I think so too. I'm going to keep him on my bench. Keone, Jahan Dotson. Oh, yeah. This one, this one really kind of hurts. finished inside the top 45 wide receivers yet. I know. I, I saw his, I like, I thought about this earlier, just happenstance. I'm like, oh, I saw his name and I'm like, John Dotson, he's not doing what we wanted him to do. He's definitely not living up to the, you know, the my guy potential. And it seems like this is just a curse for a lot of people on this team of this is not using really talented players. We've seen it with, you know, um, not Brian Robinson. Um, I, his name Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Thank you. Um, we've seen it with Antonio right. Gibson for the past years. And then it just seems like it's transferred over to Jahan Dotson. Um, it almost seems like, I think if, it feels like Curtis Samuel's doing better than Jahan Dotson is in this offense. Um, I don't know. So, it, it's tough to drop him again because of the potential. Um, if you like, if you had to drop him and you're like, I'm really hurting for, you know, players that I need to play on my team, then I think you could drop him. Um, but if you have space where it's like, yeah, I got guys I can fill in each week and r- rotate through my flex, then maybe keep him and see if they, you know, a swip, a flip, a switch flips, um, you know, cause it is Eric B and we've seen what, like, you know, he'll reuse random players each week in an offense. And so at a certain point, it might just be his time, but yeah, it's, it's rough. It's been rough. Uh, someone you can for sure drop Juju Smith-Schuster, 59.3% rostered, seen less targets each and every week, hasn't gone over 35 yards, no touchdowns from this Patriots offense is rough. I just don't see Juju getting through, getting enough catches or yards to be fantasy relevant. There's always that shot that he can catch a touchdown, obviously. Uh, only three people have caught a touchdown on this team so far, though. And it seems to be the big guys like Hunter Henry in close to the goal line uh, catching the touchdown passes and random wide receivers catching the, the deep balls like Kendrick Bourne has two of them. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe Juju gets a deep ball for a touchdown, but I just don't see it happening. There's just not enough there for me on targets or, or yards to help me hold on to Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Ian, is there anyone you're dropping? I'm very close to dropping Khalil Herbert. Oh, I don't. Oh man, I I don't oh, I don't know if this is the week I drop him. But man has hasn't hit ten carries in a game. He doesn't get any receptions. Truly, um, his best rushing day was thirty five yards. His best receiving day was thirty seven yards. Um, He's broken 10 points once. He's just not doing it. He's like losing the touch battle to what's his name? Uh, Rashawn Johnson. Rashawn Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. And just in general, this team looks absolutely terrible offensively. They are. They're worse than terrible. They're running like no plays. Like even if you look at the box score, it's like, why does he only have nine or like seven carries? And then you look at everybody and it's like, oh, they have 23 passes and like 16 rushes total they're running like 50 plays a like game 20 to zero and it was, or 21 zero and like justin feels like two for four for 40 yards i was like bruh how is this even possible this last yeah, game it's, was it's kind of i mean yeah the chiefs just absolutely blew him out 11 for 22 for fields and then how many total carries did they have they had 26 total carries and 22 passes and three sacks so like they had 50 yeah, plays. Herbert, Herbert came up for me too. Um, I just can't do it yet. I, I have to yeah, hold on to him. It's real close. At least one more week. It is real is, close though, with though. the Bears offense. You're not playing him though. You yeah, have, like, God, no. What is really the ceiling here? Because I want to be like, oh, it's last game from last year, right? 
But like this team looks worse than mm-hmm. did in the beginning yeah. of last season. Just so Fields is not running it nearly as much, and that is so he's not oh, producing. Today he did run it, oh. and then he got yeah, yeah, he had eleven carries. It was, but it's it was, like they were down you guys were getting early. blown out yeah. so quickly. We couldn't yeah, so even fast. get legit garbage time. Like you guys couldn't get garbage time fancy points. Like I know DJ Moore and just Fields do that. That literally one drive. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, you, I'm like, bruh, what is going down? And I also, I think it's more embarrassing to kick a field goal than it is to get shut out. I understand no one wants to get shut out, but if you're just kicking a field goal down 37 to, th- you know, whatever it was, or, you know, same thing with uh, the Bears, you know, because they kicked the field goal and they're like, what, 30, 41, three at a mm-hmm. time. They didn't score a touchdown, I think, or whatever it was, but it was just like, bruh. Don't do that. Like, go out. Like, if you're going to go, like, you're going to get your ass kicked, go out getting your ass kicked. Lions like, mad they, he played the Chiefs defense and didn't get no, the shot. No, 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 no. I'm not mad. But it's like, bro, you're yeah. kicking a field goal and fourth and goal? You're down 40. Yeah. Just go for the it. Bears, the Bears look awful. Nah, I mean, like, yeah. You, you trying to say pride? Is that yes. really pride? Losing 41 mm. 3? Yeah. Like, come on, dude. That's, that's, to me, uh, that's scared coaching. And same in Washington. Washington in that field goal. That's yeah. embarrassing to me. Can I ask Justin a question? Fields requesting his release. Who gets a win? Who gets a win first, the Panthers or the Bears? Panthers? Like I feel yeah, like the Panthers, the Panthers are a better team. Too. Yeah, they. Just, I'm like, going to go. The Panthers get a win first. Yeah. Now, isn't the it Bears, the? No. But, well, yeah, maybe because the Bears face the Denver next in Week Four. So who knows? Both are good. Who knows? Anything could happen in week four. (laughs) That'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, all of our stuff, all of our content is on our website, daydreamermedia.com, including our rankings, which will be up later this week. So go check those out. Make sure you go check those out. Uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all social media at FFDaydreamers. Uh, Twitch.com slash Daydreamer Media. We record these podcasts every Sunday and Wednesday night. So come hang out with us. We hang out before and after the recording. Answer some of you guys' questions and uh, talk nonsense. So um, until next time, stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.